0: Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta?
1: What's going on, my international friends, my international amigos of Spurs Nation? I hope you're having a wonderful day in the house today. I hope you're wherever you are in the world, um, North America, South America, Asia, uh, wherever you're at on this planet, you chant Go Spurs Go. Woo! and you're in the right place if you like Spurs Talk, if you like Spurs Basketball Breakdowns, Spurs Film Room, Rob Dreyho, Jr., I appreciate it. I'm your host. Thank you for hanging out. Make sure to follow us on Apple and Spotify if you're a podcast listener, too, if you're listening to this post live. Just to let you guys know in the podcast world, hey, what's up? We do this show live on YouTube, right? So make sure that you go to your YouTube app. If you're listening to this right now and you subscribe to Spurs Film Room, really appreciate you there. All right, just to let you know that we're crawling away at some summer goals. We're trying to get to 2,000 subscribers by August 7th. Appreciate you guys for subscribing. If you're new to the channel, welcome. We talk Spurs basketball here. We break down some Spurs basketball here. Um, So thank you guys for subscribing. Um, Share this channel. Help grow Spurs Nation here at Spurs Film Room. Um, so thank you guys for helping us. Again, if you want to support this show, you can do that in a couple different ways. Right now, we're just gonna talk about one the Patreon um members, right? And that's one of one of them are here right now. Frenchy Bets. What's going on? Yo, thank you for supporting the channel. Appreciate everything you do. And Sean Kelly just dropped a tip 199. That's Mr. Reliable right there. Always go to Sean Kelly when you need a basket late in the game. Because he's clutch money. Thank you, Sean Kelly and Frenchy Betts. Thank you guys for supporting the show. It kills. Thank you for checking up on the um, on the community tab yesterday. Appreciate you. Uh, you know that you sent well wishes. I had a little family emergency, couldn't make the show yesterday. Um, but everything's good. Everything's fine. Appreciate you. It kills on checking it up. All right. So again, if you want to get perks to the show, check out the Patreon link. Down below. You also get entered into a monthly giveaway or bi-monthly giveaway. This month we have one going down um with Valley Artist 66. He's doing an original Spurs painting. So thank you guys for hanging out. Thank you guys for hanging out. All right, guys, let's get on with the show. Two,
0: one, zero, and lift off supposed to be having a fiesta! Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's what, what what, <laughs>
1: Thank you guys for tuning in to the best dang Spurs show on YouTube. And that's because you guys make it happen from all over the world. Appreciate you guys for stopping by. Go Spurs, go. There's a couple things that we're going to talk about today. First off, we're going to talk about Team USA. Um, actually, I might save that for a little bit. I think first thing I want to talk about, let's keep it at Spurs basketball in here. Let's do Will Hardy and then Becky Hammond. Let's talk about the assistant coaches and kind of what's going on here on the coaching staff here for San Antonio. But more importantly, the biggest coach on that coaching staff, Coach Pop, has assembled a roster for the USA team. Um, Go USA, right? I cannot wait for this Olympic basketball thing to get started. And then we're going to talk a little bit of Ben Simmons down the road. And I'm going to give you my take on his fit, right? Because everybody's talking about Ben Simmons and does he fit with the Spurs? Does he not? Should we? Should we not? trade should we move Demar and I said whatever whatever it is I'll give you my take let me know what you guys think about those topics in the in the chat room below and in the comments below um again uh coaching staff team USA Ben Simmons that's what's on deck today go Spurs go um first let's go ahead and take a look at this report from Marilyn Dibutsky, Debinski, sorry. I think I've had her um articles on this show a few times. You know, she writes some good stuff. So go check out this article. It's at poundingtherock.com. Um, and Will Hardy went ahead and teamed up with former Spurs assistant and player in Ime Udoka. Um, y'all let me know what you think first off about Ime Udoka joining the Boston Celtics as a head coach. I've been, I'm so happy for the guy because when he was on, when he was on our roster as a player, I didn't understand why he was there. He was like, so, he was so bad. He was so bad. So, I mean, but he was there for a few years you can tell that everybody loved him. Um, He wasn't, in, in other words, I have all the respect in the world for Imo Udoka, um, but as a player, I didn't really know what his best skill was or anything like that. He just kind of moved the ball, but obviously, you understand it was his mind, and that's why he's there, and wh- that's why he was a a big part of our organization for a long time. And it's because the Spurs and Coach Pop RC recognized the mind of Ime Udoka, and I honestly believe that I think he's going to be one of the best coaches for a while. He slept and and you know he was in hibernation waiting for that. Right job to come up for his first head coaching job. You got to give him credit, man. He landed probably the best one he could, right? I mean, because he was with the Spurs as a coach as an assistant coach for eight years. he was um he's been coaching with Coach Pop on the USA team um down below. So congrats to congrats to Udoka, and I wish him nothing but the best over there in uh, Boston. And he's recruited um, another long tenured spur a guy that's grown in this organization, and Will Hardy, right? Um, Will Hardy, first off, him and Becky, Becky and he, are huge in the development of all of our young guys, so we owe it to this guy. If you don't know who he is, if you've never heard of him, or maybe you've seen him on the sidelines uh, at some games, let me tell you, he's been a crucial part of the development of all of our young guys for a long time. And, um, I think 10 years he started off in the film room and then moved on up. Let me tell you what the, the route of Will Hardy is very much the route that I wish, you know, I can take as a coach, you know, I'm coaching here at the high school level. Um, but eventually man, I, you know, later down the road, I want to get some certifications, maybe even get, um, a job coaching in the league. Um, you know, start breaking down film and all that type of stuff. I mean, I like doing it anyway on YouTube. So that would be – that was actually one of the original dreams, you know, I mean, of this channel. So I just love breaking down Spurs basketball. So um, according to, you know, uh, Jay King and The Athletic, Will Hardy has joined Udoka staff in Boston. Uh, he hasn't been getting a lot of buzz this year. It's This year all the buzz has been about Becky Hammond and is she going to be the first woman coach in the NBA? You know, a lot of that – is what was going on this year. So Will Hardy was quietly just kind of, you know, I think letting things play out and just so happens that a great opportunity presented himself. And I don't know if he's going to end up being the first assistant or second assistant, but I like the idea of Will Hardy in Boston and being a part of that coaching staff. And more importantly, you know, whenever we want to, whenever we see assistant coaches from the Spurs um, go out and, you know, get a job somewhere else. We want to see them be successful. We want to see coach Bud be successful. We want to see coach Bud win a championship this year. Right. Why not? Right. I mean, them in Atlanta, I mean, Atlanta, Hey, of Atlanta won the whole dang thing. It's like, Whoa, that was insane. You know, it's like they caught, they caught all the right vibes and everything started clicking for them at the right time. And that's just their story. I think that's the story of the Atlanta Hawks this year, but I regret, I digress. Um, you know, Monty Williams, right, in Phoenix, he's another former assistant coach. We want Phoenix to win a championship. You know, we want that to happen, right? The Clippers, we don't want the Clippers to win a championship. We, let's just say that, okay? So, um, I wouldn't mind if Chris Paul and them can stop messing around and close this thing out in game six over there in Los Angeles, but I digress again. Ime Udoka in Boston, um, it's a great fit. Will Hardy is going to bring much needed um continuity to that coaching staff, much needed understanding of philosophy, direction, and you know what, what what's gonna happen with the Boston Celtics is probably a this is probably a pivotal a pivotal moment for the that franchise because Brad Stevens moved up. They didn't move them out. They were like, hey, we still think you're the G, right, around here. And um, they brought in Spurs people. Whenever organizations bring in Spurs people, good things happen. If you look at the New Jersey Nets bench, it's like Udoka's there, right? Right, Or he was this year. Then you got Tiago Splitter. You have Jock Vaughn. It's like, dude, you have all these guys that were with the Spurs organization. You just see that so, so much across the league. You know, we want Coach Borrego. Borrego to do well in Charlotte. You know, we want all these guys to do well. So good luck to Will Hardy and I wish him nothing the best. And I thank him for all his hard work, dedication, um, attention to the youth and the development of this franchise. Um, You know, it's pivotal It's pivotal for us. We owe this guy a lot, right? Because yeah we had a lot of success with the big three era those big three era coaches went on and and got head jobs and whatnot and now these young guys that were molding the next group of dudes when they were like 21 22 right and now are 24 25 26 they were working with will coach hardy and becky hammond that's what i'm saying like becky and will have a lot to um we owe them a lot spurs nation all right so I'm going to go ahead and scroll here. Let me scroll up. I know um, Jennifer Garner's beautiful, right? Yeah, but we don't need a an ad. They're not paying me. All right, so Becky was the other coach that might leave the house. She ended up not getting the Portland Trailblazer job. And y'all have heard me on this show. I'm thankful that she did not get that job. And there was a quote on Twitter. Oh, man, I wish I could remember who who was from, but I retweeted it. Go follow me on Twitter at Spurs Film Room. Um, Spurs Twitter was both upset that Becky didn't get the job, and you know, some people were upset and took it like as an insult or like as a shade, a th- you know, throwing shade at her. And they're like, "What? How did she not get the job, man? This is this is messed up." Blah blah blah. And then there was a whole other side of Spurs Twitter that was like, thank God, (laughs) right? Because we want to keep her around. You guys let me know in the description below and in the chat below um, how you feel about it. Are you relieved that Becky's staying? Or are you a little upset that she didn't get the Portland job? I saw a tweet today saying that, hey, Becky got all the way to the ownership level of the interview process and that's great and that's a great thing for for Becky. I'm like, yeah, I guess, you know, the first woman to maybe get that far. But I mean, at the end of the day, she didn't get the job. She didn't get the job and and at the end of the day. So she's still with San Antonio, that leaves the possibility of her still becoming Possibly the head coach of the San Antonio Spurs in the future. I mean, you guys let me know if that's something you want or something you don't want. Alrighty. So let me go ahead and put that away. Okay, so let's go on. Let's go ahead and um talk about Team USA. We get right back. Hey!
0: Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta?
1: <laughs> Watch this. Just a reminder, guys, you want to get your comments, your question on the screen, YouTube Super Chat, or the tip jar link in the description below. It'll take you to a page on the internet that looks like this. You can go ahead and type your question or your comment in that tip message message little slot there. We'll go ahead and put them on screen. So I appreciate you guys supporting the show. Everything you do for this show, I can't tell you guys how much I appreciate you guys You guys are the reason why I continue to do this and try to make the show better and evolve. And, um, you know, just try to provide as much, you know, support for the Spurs community. You know, so I really appreciate you guys that support this channel. Also, support Order on the Court, OOC, OOC Spurs. Look it up on YouTube. We'll talk about that a little bit later on in the month. Got a lot of things going down over there, a lot of things planning and behind the scenes. So, um. Thank you guys for all your support. All right, back to the show. <laughs> hey,
0: isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? <laughs> Watch this.
1: Okay, so every four years, my favorite time of the year comes around, and that's Olympic basketball. It's like Christmas to me. Like I have memories of myself, um, young. Like I remember watching Ginobili. Hit that game-winning shot in the two thousand Olympics, two thousand Olympics. Oh my God! I, I remember watching that live. Uh, so, i you know I stay up late night to watch these games. It's like a whole thing here in my house. You know, have a lot of fun here. Uh, USA basketball is is awesome, but it's just the level of competition for me for me it's it's the it's the fact that in olympic basketball it's about who's the toughest who's the smartest who has the better coaching who has the better players right but who's the most skilled and, and all of that combined is is such a is such like as a basketball fan to me it's like it, that's the epitome like that's as hard as it gets cuz to me the NBA is not that hard. Like it's not that hard. Like it's the ta- the game is very um tailor-made for one-on-one basketball and and to let people score 30, 40, 50 points. That's the way the NBA is structured with its rules and and the officiating. But in the Olympics, man, you're seeing guys getting up fouling, hand checking, body body. You have to be tough in order to to go out into the Olympic, FIBA games, whatever type of tournament, and do well. I mean, last year on the roster, we had guys like Marcus Smart. Derek White was there. Miles Turner. I think Brooke Lopez was there too, right? Chris Middleton, who's going to be there again this year. Um, You got to have tough like heavy set, like low to the ground. Um, uh, Kemba Walker, like, uh, yeah, Kemba Walker, Donovan Mitchell, right? That was the FIBA team in 2019, right? The summer of 2019. So what do all those guys have in common? They're like shorter guards, lower to the ground. And the reason why is because, man, you got to be able to cut off screens. You got to be able to take bumps. You can't be fragile and play in the Olympic team. Uh, So it's just – I love seeing, I mean, we're the, we're Spurs nation, right? Um, every Olympics we have X amount of Spurs playing, right? Um, I think Lucas Samanich, Samanich, I don't know if I'm saying it right. Some people like to get on me about that. Um, he's playing for Croatia right now. I think there was some highlights on Twitter. Follow, uh, Ty Yeager and, um, Noah Mcgurl george on Twitter. They're usually getting some footage out there of, uh, of, of Luca playing over there. So Luca's playing. That's good. He needs more minutes. Just give him development time and don't expect people to just do great in the Olympics just because they do great in the NBA. Thank you guys for stopping by. If you're enjoying the show, please smash that like button below. Chant Go Spurs, Go when you do. Shout out to everyone in the chat room. Appreciate you guys for stopping by. Um, let's go ahead and pull up the roster. Team USA. This was by CBSSports.com. Sam Quinn put together this article. It came out yesterday, say yesterday, two days ago. All right, so um, let's scroll down here. It's a lot of good stuff. Should give it a read, but let's look at the roster. Bam bio. Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, Jeremy Grant, Draymond Green, Drew Holiday, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, Kevin Love, Chris Middleton, and Jason Tatum. That's the squad. If you were in open gym and this squad walked in, How are you going to feel? How do y'all feel? I'm going to start off by experience. Kevin Durant, obviously, is the most experienced guy on the squad. And he's, he's, guys, we have Kevin freaking Durant playing in the Olympics after he just played in the season, coming off an Achilles injury, averaging 30 points, like a game this season and, and in the playoffs. Guys, he's going to be our number one guy. Kevin Durant's going to lead Team USA this year. We're going to be looking to get him as many shots as we can. But the thing about USA basketball, transition is very important. And over here in Team USA, we're trying to get defensive stops and turnovers and get nasty with it because we talked about it earlier. In USA basketball, you can get tough. You can get aggressive. In the NBA, you can't. But we have these NBA-level players that can now get after it on the defensive end. So shout-out to the 2018, the Redeemed team, with Kobe, LeBron, D. Wade, Look at that year for Coach K. Man, they put they put it on teams, man, making them turn the ball over at half court over and over again, just too much ball pressure, right? So um, let's talk about Kev- Kevin Durant's going to be the guy. He's going to be leading us this summer, man. So shout out to KD. Hopefully he's getting his rest now, but also getting his shots up because um, we're going to need him in Tokyo. All right, next, let's talk about these two guys here at the bottom. Chris Middleton and Jason Tatum played together. Um, played together uh, two summers ago, right? So they have experience playing for Coach Pop and playing together at this level. Um, So I'm excited to bring them back. They both played well. Jason Tatum had a great run and Chris Middleton was a bucket in 2019. Kevin Love is another guy. That has experience and won a gold medal with the team in 2020, in 2012. Uh, FIBA in 2020. Uh, 2010. Sorry, excuse me. I drank too much coffee. I'm going to balance it out with a white claw. <clears throat> now, those are like our experienced dudes. I'm sure all these guys have been practicing with Team USA because, you know, like Team USA camp usually has like 50 players and they kind of weed it down. Over the weeks as they get closer to the Olympic team and they start making their cuts, right? So we got our guards. Let's look at our guards on the table, man. We got Damian Lillard, who we know is probably gonna start or be one of the starters. Drew Holiday, what were we talking about earlier? Like lower heavy set guards. That's what this that's what this, that's what Coach Pop likes, and that's for this team and for this style of play. Um, Drew Holiday is one of those guys who plays low to the ground, smart, heady. But are also great defensive guys, right? Devin Booker. Devin Booker's still playing right now in the Olympics. So I, I mean, I'm sorry in the in the Western Conference Finals. All right, so I was thinking about this the other day. I was like, okay, Devin Booker playing right now is great, and I think Devin Booker is going to be a sleeper on this roster to really be one of our main guys because Booker's, again, one of those shorter guys that plays low to the ground, right? It's a style. It's a style of guard that we, we like. Uh, I think he's going to be able just to get buckets. I think he's going to be picking teams apart, man. He's probably one of the guys on this squad that I'm most excited to see play for Team USA. Um, and then we got some shooting here with Bradley Bill also. Um, very strong. Very strong very athletic so the guard slots I love now Draymond Green Bam Adebayo and Kevin Love are pretty much the only front court presence that we have that we're taking to Tokyo how do you guys feel about that do you think that we need to that we need more size or i mean this is the roster this is what it says so it doesn't really matter what we think how do y'all feel about this roster and can they battle with the bigs let me give you my thoughts kevin love skilled ultimate passer screen setter floor spacer He can get, he can grab you 15 to 20 rebounds a game, Kevin Love. So I'm not worried about it with Kevin. I think Kevin's going to be able to come in and do some really great stuff with the players that we have. We have some smart guards, baby. We have some smart guards that are going to be able to cut back doors, set hard screens, and be able to pull up, catch, and shoot without doing a lot of mess. You know what I mean? Like we can hit um, Devin Booker, catch it, shoot it, off a backdoor pass from Kevin Love. Kevin Love is going to be operating a lot of the offense. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts. All right, Kevin Love. Draymond Green, again, same type of guy. What do we see him do all year this year? Set up Steph. Set up Steph. Set screens. Um, hit him backdoor, find him, find the open shooter. So a guy that's just like boom, boom, all about all about facilitating. Again, Kevin Love and Draymond Green, facilitators. Two great high-level championship level facilitators. So we have a style of big now, right? We're talking about a roster. And then we have Bam Adebayo. This is going to be his first ever participation in tournament. Uh, in 2019, he was cut from USA uh, that went on to the World Cup. And that's that team we we're talking about. They had Brooke Lopez, Miles Turner, Derek White. Um, so Bam Adebayo, man, that's, that's kind of the sleeper pick for me. I think that he had a great year kind of underwhelming in the playoffs, the fact that he wasn't able to really get it going offensively. But we don't need him to get it going offensively. This isn't going to be a one-man show. This team isn't going to be, I mean, except for Kevin Durant, maybe. <laughs> we might be looking to give Kevin as many looks as we possibly can. You know, so uh, you guys let me know about how you, How? what do you think, how do you, th- sorry, I'm, I'm a little all over the place right now. Let me know what you think about the big men. Are they going to be able to hang? Let me tell you what. A lot of the big men that we're going to be playing against in this tournament are big men that are very skilled, very smart, can hit you with a pass fake, a pump fake, and get you off the dribble and then find an open guy, dish to the big guy. They just move the ball. God, I love Olympic basketball, man. It's going to be so much fun. Um, Our wing defenders, we need length. We need to be able to contest shots, snag rebounds. Uh, Jeremy Grant, he's also never competed at this level for Team USA. So, he was in Detroit pretty much sitting out half the season. (laughs) So, (laughs) I mean, I'm excited to have him, just to see him play a little bit more. But I think he's going to add a lot of versatility to the wings on this roster. Now, with him, on the wing, you got some guys that we talked about earlier, and Chris Middleton and Jason Tatum and Zach Levine. Zach Levine, man, Zach Levine's going to be one of those guys that I think benefits from this the most. If, if if I'm Chicago right now, I'm excited that Zach Levine is on this is on this squad. <laughs> you know, I don't know if um, I don't know if anyone else on this roster can use a springboard for preparation for the next season. In Chicago, they they have higher expectations. They got Vucevic in there for a full season now. Um, I think a lot of good things are going to be happening for Zach Levine, and I think this tournament is going to only ele- elevate his experience level, his competition level, his knowledge. They get smarter. I, I love how players play after they compete in a FIFA game or an Olympic game. Um, there's something about it, man. Like, if you go back, Russell Westbrook, Derek Rose, like those are two examples of guys that weren't on that all-star level yet in the league, but they had a great summer with Team USA. And then they just exploded onto the NBA scene, right? So I think that's gonna happen with Zach Levine here. I mean, he's already you know, an all-star, but I think he's going to take another leap forward. Um, Yeah, and that's our squad. So let me try to break down my starting lineup here. If I was rolling into game one of FIBA basketball, I mean, sorry, this Olympic tournament, I believe it starts, I think official camp report. Can't report for Team USA is like July, the week after the finals. It's like right after the finals, right? So if Devin Booker gets there, Chris Middleton gets to the finals, because those are two guys that are still playing right now. Drew Holiday, sorry, number three, that's three. Yeah. So we have three guys on this roster that are still playing in the NBA playoffs. All right. So starting obviously Kevin Durant, he's going to be the dude and I hope he's prepared and ready and healthy because we're going to need him. Um, Love it. When he puts on a USA Jersey, Kevin's one of those, one of those guys in the league that you hate when he's against you. But if he was on your team, you'd be like, yeah, that's right. And guess what? He's repping team USA. Um, Starting next to him, next biggest guy I think is Damian Lillard, right? And who? Yeah, we're not gonna start. We're, we're not gonna. We're not gonna bench him after he was like the first guy to be like, "Yeah, I'm down. I'm down to play." That's right. I think Kevin Love's gonna start. He'll be starting over, over Draymond and over by uh, Bam. He has the most experience. So we got Kevin Durant, Damian Lillard, and Kevin Love. Okay. We got two more spots. We're good at the point guard spot. We're good at the five spot. We're good at the four spot. So we need a shooting guard and a small forward. Um, USA basketball is very positionless. Um so just what's more about what do we lack? I think we go with Damian Lillard and we go with Drew Holiday if we can. Like if Drew's ready to go. Cuz I think Pop doesn't like to sacrifice defense for offense. So I think Drew Holiday gets to start. So we got Damian Lillard, Drew Holiday. There's one more spot in there, and it's going to go to probably Jason Tatum, unless Jeremy Grant just comes out of nowhere in Team USA practices and just he's just dominating. Um, you guys, let me know right now in the chat room below, and if you're watching this live or if you're watching this on the on the podcast, leave a comment down below. Who do you think should start from this roster for Team USA? I'll tell you mine right now. Damian Lillard, Drew Holiday, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, and Kevin Love. That's the starting five. That's the starting five that I think we're rolling out. Devin Booker shooting. We got more shooting coming off the bench. We got defense in Draymond, Grant, and Adebayo to kind of hold down the fort. Zach Levine is kind of he's going to be that Swiss Army knife. I think he's just going to come in and put it on teams, just like get after it athletically. Chris Middleton is going to be in the game um, late. (laughs) I think Chris Middleton's not going to start, but I think he's going to be in the game when the game matters. If if you know, hopefully it's one of those years where we can just go through some teams. But uh, Chris Middleton would be would be one of those guys that we're actually going to rely on a little bit more down the stretch when it comes to needing a bucket. He had a great he had a great run in 2019. And that's it, man. So you guys let me know in the comments below. I see Dame um a lot of you guys like Dame in there. All right, cool, man. All right, so let's go ahead and put this away. All right. We'll be right back and let's talk about Seeing, uh Mr. Ben Simmons. Do you like him on the Spurs uniform? Do you like that idea? Spurs Nation? You guys let me know. I know we have Australia in the house as well, so we'll talk about it when we get right back. <laughs>
0: hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? <laughs> Watch
1: this. If you're looking for some official Spurs gear check out the links in the description below of this episode just go ahead and click on click on the see more of the description you'll see some links to fanatics rally house go get yourself some spurs gear the links are in the description below you can also find a link to get some sporting event tickets to NFL, MBL, future NBA games link in the description below concert if you're going to go out and jam Go to a concert. I know concerts are coming back around, so that's that's exciting. All right, guys, so go ahead and check out ticketdistributors.com. Compare your prices there before you buy your ticket. You might find something that you like a little bit better at this site. All right, guys, let's get right back to it. We'll talk about Ben Simmons.
0: Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta?
1: (laughs) Watch this. All right, first off, Ben Simmons, I love the idea of the defense. In San Antonio, you can never have enough defense. We'll sacrifice any t- any area of the offensive game, any area and however many areas, to get more defense. Yaka Purtle this season, right? We did not, you know, he was all defense, no O. I mean, he showed us some flashes right here and there. But, man, we want DeJounte Murray and Derek White right on the floor. So we're going to sacrifice a lot of offense um, when it comes to shooting the basketball, but we're going to be one of the best, you know, ideally, you know, not on paper. Well, I guess you can say on paper, one of the better defensive backcourts in the NBA when those two guys are healthy, if they can get it going, we should have something extremely special in that backcourt in theory. Right. We still haven't been able to see it. We've seen it a few times. That's it. Um, So adding Ben, Simmons to this roster. I don't hate it. I do it. I'd get him in a Spurs jersey as quick as I can. I am not trading away anybody, not one person, not any of our young core, not any of our guys under contract. If if our guy is under contract right now, no, sorry, I'd pass. I'd pass on Ben Simmons. But if DeMar called, he's like, yo, um, you know, me and Joel and Bede are actually pretty tight. Tobias Harris and I, we, you know, we go way back. Um, You know, I think I want to go ahead and head over to Philadelphia. They need to trade away some players. Can we do a sign and trade? Right? Yes. Yes, let's do it. We can just sign and trade DeMar. That's it. To swap out two guys, those two guys. I mean, yes, I'd do it. If DeMar wanted, if DeMar told us that that's where he wanted to go. Again, I'm one of the few who thinks we should keep DeMar. I know. I know y'all don't like it. Y'all don't like it out there, Spurs Nation. But I think he is a piece of the puzzle. I feel like our young guys just need to get better. We need to get another all-star level guy to play with DeMar. And then see how that goes. DeMar's a bucket. Everybody always says, man, DeMar can be like a number two or number three guy on – on a championship-level team. Well, don't we want to be a championship-level team? Don't we? Don't we want to make the playoffs? So why take a step backwards to take two steps forward? Why? We have a piece. Let's build around it. A lot of people are saying they don't want DeMar, and they, they'd they rather let the young guys play it out and us miss the playoffs. Adding Ben Simmons to that equation, where there's no Demar Derozan, how much be- better does that make us? Defensively, I think it puts us off the freaking charts. But I mean, we 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 know what's up. Some of our our players need to shoot the ball better. If we can't provide shooters around Ben Simmons. What is a Ben Simmons? If we can't put finishers around the rim around Ben Simmons, then what is a Ben Simmons? He's a great defender. Great IQ, great mind. Hell of a passer. He can get you in transition. But as we see in the playoffs over and over, when the game slows down in the playoffs, what is a Ben Simmons? Do we need that to this equation of our young group without Damar. I'm talking myself out of it. <laughs> I came on, on right now just saying I'd like the idea because, because I, I like the idea of acquiring that level of talent for without giving much up. So like the swap of Damar is just interesting. Like we didn't have, we didn't ask for Damar. It, it was kind of like thrown on us in the trade. Right. And we're thankful for Damar and believe me, we love Damar, but it just doesn't fit what we want to do defensively. I think we, I'd, I'd be interested to see just how good defensively we'd be. But I think at the end of the day, I'd rather pass at the end of the day. I would rather pass on the opportunity. It's either bringing a high end talent or pass on the opportunity. I think we're building around our young guys. I think we're building around Derek and DeJounte. That's kind of where I'm on the – that's 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 where I stand right now on, on the future of this team. I don't think we're really planning on bringing in some big names or anything like that during free agency. I think we bring in pieces. I think we draft, and I think we continue to draft. And for now, this next era of Spurs basketball is going to be building around DeJounte and Derek. So I don't think Ben Simmons really fits in the equation, so I don't see it happening. Ultimately, now, what I like it, I'd be interested to see what it looked like with those two guys that I just talked about and Ben Simmons. Derek White would have to be like a primary shooter, basically. Um, you guys let me know. Is that something you're interested in in the description below? And I'm sorry, in the in the comments below in the chat below. All right, guys, so that's going to be it for today's show. I appreciate you stopping by. Smash that like button down below if you had a great time talking some Spurs USA basketball. Shout out to Will Hardy. Um, congratulations on the opportunity. Very excited to see him in in, uh, in Boston with, I, with Udoka, Ime, Ime Udoka. Um, Becky Hammond, I'm glad she's still here. I'm glad she's still here. I'll, I'll tell you that. I'm not. I'm not upset that she didn't get the job. I've been saying it from the get go. Portland is a bad place to be. Uh, you don't know if Damian Lillard wants to stay or go. Uh, you know what are you going to be left if he goes? You know, um, is that where you want to start your coaching career? Apparently, for Chauncey Billups, it is, and Chauncey Billups is very excited about the opportunity. But soon after they brought in Chauncey Billups, I saw this report out saying that Damian Lillard wasn't too excited about the coaching search, the coaching, the coaching search and how it went down. So is he happy or is is he not? Um, But shout out to Becky for going as far as she did and and um, achieving that level of experience, because that's basically what it is you know, every year there's head coach openings and the coaches that come in and interview, the ones that do the most, the, the the best are the ones that have the most experience doing interviews, <laughs> you know what I mean? Sometimes. So um, the team really has to like you. The ownership has to like you. You have to be per- personable. You know, you have to know that they have to know that you're there for, the organization or for the community. And you have to, you know, you have to be that person. And so shout out to Becky for getting her opportunity in that coaching search. Right. Um, just to let you guys know, again, check out the Patreon link, you get perks, you can submit questions, you're going to get discounts, you get giveaway in- entries, you get automatically entered into giveaways, no matter what level you're on. Um, and some community building stuff in there as well. So I really appreciate you guys supporting and going to check out the link in the description below to the Patreon. Um also subscribe to this channel if you haven't subscribed yet. I'm trying to climb our way to 2000 by August. We're about we're about at 1530 1535. So thank you guys for hanging out. Um smashing this like button down below. Let's let's other YouTube members like yourself that Chant, go go find content from me. Thank you guys for hanging out in the chat room below. I see you guys. Um, We launched today's show with some new intros, a new new logo. I hope you all like it. Let me know what you think of of the logo. I thought the other one was a little too messy, right? So I wanted to get something a little bit simpler out there for you guys. So um, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, I will have a show this week, a second show. I'm thinking Thursday. Today I had to move the show from yesterday to today, so that kind of pushes it back a little bit for me over here. So I won't be doing Monday and Wednesday this week. I'll be doing Tuesday and Thursday. right, so we'll see how that goes. Thank you guys for stopping by. I appreciate y'all. Go Spurs, go Spurs Nation. The future is bright. Um, I'm very excited about what's in front of us. Um, not just for the Spurs, but over there at Order on the Court as well. Uh, shout out to Portugal, right? Uh, I'm going to try to say the name. Guilherme Alves, Portugal. The draft is in July, July 22nd. July 22nd. We'll be having a watch party On the channel I was just about to talk about, um, Order on the Court. So go check out that channel. We got some things brewing. We have some big plans coming in the future for Order on the Court. Um, Go to OOCspurs.com and check out the site there. But next season, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming for you guys. So very excited about that. Um, Go Spurs, go. I'll see you guys hopefully on Thursday, all right? Schedule's a little different this week. All right. Adios, Spurs Nation.
0: Hey, isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? (laughs) Watch this.